Greetings. Welcome to another episode of the Journey of Entrepreneurship with Seven Rims of Ascension podcast. I'm your hostess and multipreneur, Rosetta Greer, and I'm super excited today because we have another beautiful soul, another phenomenal individual, and I'm so grateful to be able to talk to her today and have you all listen in on her truths. And without further ado, I'm going to introduce you all to Ms. Shalinda. Shalinda is the owner of Natural Journeys Hair Care, and I'm really excited about what she has to share with us. So y'all, tune in, turn everything else off. And let's get into this conversation. All right, Ms. Shalinda, please tell us name of your business, your brand, your mission, and just a little bit about yourself, what you want the audience to know. Hey, honey. Thank you for having me. I want to start by saying that. Yes. <laughs> I am Shalinda Hartley, and I am the owner of Natural Journeys Hair Care, where healthy hair is the goal. Essentially, I just wanted to give people something that made them feel good. So I say I make it for you by someone like you with you in mind. I want product my products to be able to reach people and show them that you can help a healthy hair journey, no matter the texture, no matter how long your hair has been damaged. The journey is all up to you. And when you're ready to begin, Natural Journeys is there to take that route with you. Yes. And let me tell you all. I will tell you her hair is like down to her feet. Like seriously, it's so long, so healthy, so full, so beautiful. And she is definitely a vision of her own products that she creates. So y'all definitely have to get into it because her hair is so beautiful. So kudos to you on making some good old hair crack. Yes. <laughs> so I want to know, you know, let's get into this conversation. This, this whole season is about the journey of entrepreneurship. So I want to know, when did you know that entrepreneurship was for you? Okay, well, I realized basically last year, which was 2021, um, everywhere I worked from beginning of starting my very first job back when I was in high school, I have always been a top performer. I have always well went above the expectation and all of these things. And I still just felt like, okay, I do so much. I don't ever call in. I don't ever do any of this. I'm all about my business when I'm there. I'm making my numbers. I'm an asset. So I started thinking, I'm sitting around making money for other people and being an asset for them and not even getting paid what I'm worth or doing anything I love, even though I have a degree in criminal justice, it just got to the point where, is this for me? Is this what I want mm -hmm. to do? So last year, it just got to go get so painful for me to get up and go to work every day. And what I mean by painful is when I got there, I just didn't want to be there. My spirit mm -hmm. didn't feel well. I started to feel sick sometimes. I have headaches. And I'll just be overly irritated with everything and even myself because I'm like, okay, Shalinda, this is, you know what you want to do. And for years, people have always said, you have beautiful hair. How do you grow your hair? And I've always heard that since I went back natural in 2014, people always asking me. So I started a while ago, started trying stuff on my own hair to see, okay, what can I use in my hair? What can mm. I use to grow my hair? What can I use to make my hair healthy? And it just got to a point when I'm like, you know what? I can't take this no more. I sat down, I wrote out a vision of what I wanted. And I was like, you know what? I'm done playing. 
Natural Journeys had always been in the works. My Natural Journeys page of me posting my hair has been around since 2019. And I'm like, let's take this vision to the next step. And mm. I was ready to be done with that nine to five and starting to work for myself. And I just couldn't. Yeah. That's essentially the story. I love it. That's like such a phenomenal story. Like, and it's, it, you were, you're so attentive to the details of your story, like while you were in it, you know? And I think like what we're talking about, this journey of entrepreneurship, a lot of us that are listening who are entrepreneurs are those who are thinking about leaving their nine to five because their spirits is calling them to entrepreneurship like yours. Like it's, it's those feelings, right? You know, my last job that I worked, I quit it in 2019. Um, I was doing, you know, entrepreneurship and working full time for like three years. And I finally said, you know what? I got to work. Like you said, I didn't want to keep showing up. I was getting tired of clocking in and honey, I just wanted to live my best life and, and going to someone else's job and giving them my best. It was just like, I felt like I was cheating on myself. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate you highlighting those details of how you felt when you were going through the changes of like, hey, I, I need to get into this this spirit, because my spirit telling me to leave, and you did. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you, queen. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, you know, one of the things you mentioned, you said like you would get sick sometimes, or it was like painful, you know, not necessarily in a bad or a good way. Can you tell me about fear, your perspective of fear, and if you had any fear throughout your journey, or what is it like with entrepreneurship, or do you even experience that? I can't say in the beginning, I did experience a lot of fear even before that, even though, even though I was at places where I felt like I was a top performer and things that, so I always stayed in fear of not knowing what's next. And Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person that always thinks in the future. Mm. And when I think too far and along in the future, it always scared me, but I didn't live in the present. I always thought like, okay, if I quit my job, I have a car note that I'm paying. And what if a year down the line, I'm not making the kind of money that I need so I can't pay my car note. So mm. I was thinking so far ahead that I was allowing that fear to control me. Mm. And I think that came more of me stepping out of that fear when I walked into trying to heal myself and grow in areas in the late 2020 and early 2021. I realized like, okay, a lot of the things you have been holding yourself back from and that fear. And I do believe fear comes from the thought of what the outside world thinks. Mm -hmm. Our fear is basically our subconscious mind telling us something that the outside world has told us to fear. Mm. So when I got into my journey of learning myself and knowing my strengths and really using it as an asset, as, as an asset, I realized like, I can't keep sitting around waiting for something to happen because I was like, okay, when I get this money in the bank, this amount of money in the bank, I'm done. I'm quitting my job. And then that money, I'll get that amount of money in my bank and I'll be like, Ooh, okay. And I'll come up with another excuse giving myself because I was stuck in fear. I was afraid of taking that leap. So I think, fear when we we don't really instill that in ourselves that's something that comes from our childhood that we grow up with mm-hmm. and when, when we're taught fear we stay stuck in that until you break out of that element and that's what it took for me it took for me to say okay 
Shalinda, you got to stop giving yourself excuses. You got to stop waiting because tomorrow is not promised. That's right. I love that. I love that. I, thank you for touching on that. That I like your mindset. I just love it about the fear aspect. It's not something that we chose. It was imposed upon us. And it started as early as childhood. And that is absolutely correct. You know, and I, I feel like a lot of people don't understand how powerful it has on our life as adults. A lot of adults are living in fear because of someone else's fear, right? Mm -hmm. Because of yes. someone else's fear. Like, it's just like a generational fear factor. And uh, I really appreciate you highlighting that and taking the time to really analyze that in your own journey. So y'all tune into this because this is, it, it requires us to look deep, especially entrepreneurship, because one of the things, Shalinda, I believe is that you know, entrepreneur, we're the crazy people that create those Fortune 500 companies for those who are built to work for someone, you know, because I believe everybody's not a crazy person to, to start something new. Right. So right. you said something that really kind of lead us to this next question. That leap, what did it feel like when you took the big leap or took that leap and finally said, you know what? I'm out of here. Can you share that emotion that you had when you did that process? I definitely want to highlight that. Okay. So yes, I can tell you when I actually did, this is how I did it. I just, I told myself that Friday that I was there, the job that I was working, they did something that really bothered me. Like I said, I was a top performer and we had been working through the pandemic, not being off all of that, and they promised us all a raise. Mm. And out of the whole district, it was only two of us where it was some, it was like excellent, outstanding, and it was one more group. And only two of us in the district got outstanding, me and another girl. Everybody else got lower than that. And they didn't give me the raise. They gave <laughs> everybody else the raise, but they didn't give me the raise because when I was hired in, we was hired, I was hired in before the pandemic ever started. However, I came in as I was hired on permanently and a lot of other people that came in at the same time, they were hired in as interims. So coming in for a short period of time, whenever they would need them. But me and one other girl who was no longer there, we got hired on permanently. So I didn't get this raise. And I'm like, hold on. Out of the whole, I was already on edge. And I think that was just that last smack like Shalinda you got to start waiting. Mm. So when that happened, I made up my mind at that Friday that I wasn't going back. That Monday, I was going to come in and turn my uniform in, my uniforms. That Monday, I decided to go to, the, go to work. I felt like I was drowning. Mm. Like I was just drowning. So when I got home that day, I made my mind. Today was my last day. Mm. I got up that next morning. And this is not even usually how I do things, but I'm like, you know what? I just can't take it no more. So I packed that uniform up and I went in with my regular clothes that day and I just waited. And my manager came around the corner. She's like, what's going on? She's like, I knew this was coming. She was like, but I know your potential. She was like, you can do anything you want to. And mm -hmm. I just knew this was, this was about to happen. And when I walked out of there, I felt free. Yay! I really felt free in my spirit in my mind in my body and even though I was nervous to see what was about to come 
that's essentially how I felt. I felt free and I was excited to see what yes. was ready to come. Yes, girl. Like I felt that. I felt like we just drew, like you drew a whole picture and I was just sitting next to you while you were drawing that picture. Like I felt that so much, that freedom, because it does like entrepreneurship. I always, you know, make jokes about it, how people think it's just like you start at the bottom and then you go straight to the top. But mm-hmm. it's really like a zigzag swirl curve, you know. You're definitely right about that. It's, it's like a drunk <laughs> bird, right? A drunken bird. <laughs> just 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 days out trying to get somewhere and and we know where we're headed, but the process in between and and I, I really just think like sometimes entrepreneurship seems so heavy that we don't take time to talk about the freedom of it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it is very freeing. And I think this week, somebody asked me, a, sent me a message and asked me, what did I do in the past week that was just, that keeps me on my toes, keep me in a positive mindset. And I said, just knowing the fact that I'm in control of my day, like, you know, I still have my children in school, so I don't have like a hundred percent control yet, but I have like 95% control of how I move and it feels so good. Right. So when you said that freedom, like I really, really felt that. And I, I'm speaking that everyone that's listening, that you feel that too, because entrepreneurship does have a lot of greatness that comes with it, even through the hardships or some, some of those struggles that we may go through as entrepreneurs. So yeah, cheers to that freedom sis. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> So now I know I heard you talk about the freedom, the the emotion of, of having a little bit of nervousness, but you still was able to, you know, say, forget this. I'm, I'm gone. I'm done. Knowing that it had started pulling at you to go into the entrepreneurship. Can you tell us about this idea of passion and the importance of passion or purpose? I don't know if you see them as one and the same. But can you tell us about passion and purpose in your entrepreneurship journey? Okay, so I do view pur- purpose and passion as one. Okay. And um, I just think with that, with your purpose and your passion, it comes to you really naturally. Mm. And you may not know it at first, because like I said, my talent has always been I was a top performer. I could do anything I wanted to. I was a quick learner. I'm quick on my feet. So I think when you, a lot of people, when you say passion and purpose, it's thinking outside of the box. Like, what is my purpose mm-hmm. in life? Not knowing that your purpose in life has always been there. Mm-hmm. It, it has always been in your spirit. It has always been in your mind. It just takes for you to unlock it. Mm-hmm. So with your purpose and passion on my journey, since when I very first, my cousin Jamila, when I first went off to ETSU, she used to wear her hair natural. Mm. And, you know, that wasn't coming. That wasn't coming. She used to, back then, 2012, she was wearing this nice, beautiful afro. It was so curly, so pretty. She could do all these different styles with it. And I was like, that's beautiful. Like, mm. that is beautiful. And that was in 2012, but it took me to 2014 to actually take that leap. Mm. And... Cause I just kept on seeing it everywhere I go. It's like, I just love hair. I just love hair. And to see it, it just really broke me out of that fear. Like, you know what? Forget this. So I just remember going in the bathroom when I cut the front of my hair off, like just the front. Wow. And I was just looking in the mirror like, oh, oh, <laughs> like, 
I really did this. So then I got one of my sorority sisters just cut the rest off. And I probably had an inch or two of hair on my head. (laughs) So I cut my hair really low. And the very first day I wore it on campus, everybody was looking at me like, who is this person? Where did our hair go? And that's when I started to feel my purpose. Mm -hmm. I started to feel that light, like, this is me. I'm confident in being who I am, naturally me. And that's when it started. Like, this is my purpose. And recently, to go on with that, recently, my um, both of my great-grandparents died. However, my papa, I didn't really think about this saying until after he passed away. From when I was a young girl, like, baby, he has always told me, he could never say Shalinda, so he called me Chandelier. He always used to say, Chandelier's hanging from the ceiling, giving light to the blind. And for years, I never knew what that meant. I was like, okay, yeah, a light hangs from the ceiling, giving light to the blind, but that's what he seen in me as a small Mm. child. Mm. That I led the blind to see what they didn't see. So when people see me now and I'm always exposing my natural hair and exposing that natural beauty of embracing what's yours, I'm taking people to that light in my own purposeful way. Mm. This is me taking them to see like, this is you. And you don't have to alter that in any way to feel beautiful because this is who we are. Yeah. So when we say purpose yeah. and passion, to me, it runs together because I want our young girls to grow up and know that you're beautiful. You're amazing. You don't have to do this. You don't have to change your body. You don't have to be anything else but you. And that's naturally beautiful. And people are going to always turn their heads when you walk by because of your beauty and just the way you stand out. Yeah. You're going to stand out in any room that you're in. Yeah. So that's my purpose and that's my passion. And that's why I go so hard behind it. Yes, like, can we just give her a round of applause? <laughs> yes, yes, like, that is just so powerful, so phenomenal, and it's just such a blessing and gift to be able to hear this be expressed on this level. So thank you for gracing, you know, Seven Rims of Ascension podcast with your presence tonight, because this is, like, blowing my mind just to hear your journey. This is why I love this. I, I've been able to do several interviews and they're releasing over time. And it's been so exciting because you get to hear everyone's journey and you're just blowing my mind. And I, I just keep saying kudos to you because it takes strength, passion, purpose, and a lot of wisdom to get to this level of thinking that you're in and also to be in a life that you're living. So kudos to you, Queen. You out here doing it. Thank you. <laughs> so let's next let's talk about let's kind of shift the gears a little bit and um let me ask you about the about the darkness of entrepreneurship. And when I say darkness, I don't necessarily mean like evil or bad. I just mean like more so in the low periods of your journey or those stumbling blocks or those hurdles that can sometimes take you to the left or to the right away from where you're wanting to go for just a moment. Or mm-hmm. for some people, it's, it's longer than a moment. But can you tell us about some, some of the dark phases or low periods of entrepreneurship that you experienced? Yes. Okay. So the darkness in the it was really essentially the days where you just don't you and the I don't know Mm -hmm. and when you in the I don't know it's not that you don't know this is your purpose or what you want to do it's the I don't know 
if this is going to be how I live my lifestyle. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is they say money is the easiest thing to make. However, you got to have the mindset to make it. Yes. And those days where you're learning all of this new information and it just feels like your head is hurting because it's so much to learn. It's always something to learn behind it. And you have to learn from those mistakes of, okay, I didn't know in the beginning, but like I said, I, like well, what you said, it's like it makes your journey. Those hard days where it's been a week and you haven't made nothing but three, four sales. Or it's been a week and you haven't right. made no sales. But I have to tell myself, like, okay, no. Like, I'm, I can't sit around and wait or be angry or but I just got to keep up and get up and keep going so it's, it's hard on days on certain days it's rough and that that's when sometimes fear can pop back up like mm. am I am I cut out for this am I ready for this and when you trust in that journey those hard days it's rough but you that's when I do believe you need a mastermind group, somebody behind you where they, they're really rooting for you to keep going. Because on those hard days where it's it's feeling rough today and I don't know how tomorrow's gonna be. And mm. that's why I tell people, like you say, you don't go some most people don't start from the bottom and go immediately to the top. It's a ladder that's that right. you have to go on. That's right. And I haven't even been in business a year. However, you're going to experience those times because it was in the beginning, I was trying to take classes to, well, certain little programs to try to grow my business when I hadn't even got started yet. I was, I realized like, okay, I paid for my website too early, like going into, you know, trying to buy your LLC and not learning about the different fees and there's so much information out there. Mm -hmm. It's days where you don't really know. But once you start getting into it and you get in those groups around you that you seeing like, okay, I don't just have those friends that have nine to five. I have friends that's entrepreneurs. So let me call them, see how you deal with those hard days. Or when you call them and you just talk about how it's been for you. Has things been rough? Have you been making sales? Do you have a plan that you have set in place? And you get to talking to your friends that's entrepreneurs and people around you. And you're like, okay, I'm not the only one going through this. So mm. get up and keep fighting. Get up and that keep moving. That is so real. So that's that's definitely the hard days. They teach you a lesson. And I can say through it all, to me, it's been like, okay, you don't have to do this on your own. Because early in the beginning of the stages, I started meeting people who are about their business. That their some were still working a nine to five and doing their business. And some that just said, I did the same thing that you did. I just let go. So it's, uh, we have tools out there on those hard days. And when you get just get up the next day, I'm like, okay, I maybe didn't make no sales today, but let me try to shoot for 10 today. So long as that's the goal to get up and keep going, I think it makes those hard days and those dark times a little bit easier. Yes. Kudos to how you deal with it. Because, you know, I, I like you said, sometimes you, it may have a, one sale in a week and a type of business that I do. I'm a coach and and it's a lot different when you're providing services versus product. In fact, when I used to provide products, I used to do a body, body, a natural body product line when I first started. I was using that as a foot in the door technique to get exposed to thousands of people fast, right? So I was doing a lot of vending events all up and through Tennessee and Georgia. And I just look back on that and I'm like, oh my gosh, 
I will make anywhere from $400 to $1,000 just in five or six hours. And now I'm like, gosh, you know, what's going on? Sometimes it's this and sometimes it's just not. So I understand that whole idea of, you know, when it's not rolling in the way you want it to and you have to find something. And that's like you said, you said something so important. Y'all take note on this. You have to surround yourself with a very empowering circle. People that immediately pull you up while you're in those spaces, they'll encourage you. And it's okay to get in those spaces, but you can't stay there when you have passion, purpose, and a vision, right? It's a story. I'm going to share this story really quick. It's a story that I heard Steve Harvey talking about. And he was talking about a friend of his called him. This was way back when. And he called him and was like, hey, Steve, I got this thing. I'm going to do this. And it was like a tech a tech idea. And he was just so excited. And Steve was like, all right, you, you put, you're about to put it out on the ground? And he was like, yeah, but I'm going to wait on this. I'm going to wait on that. He said, months later went by and someone else came out with the same idea, invention. And now it's a multi-million dollar company. Mm. And he was just talking about don't wait. So I, I, I want to encourage everyone that's listening, even though we experience those low moments or those slow days, don't sit down too long, okay? <laughs> you know, because, and I'm sure you can agree with that, Shanita, like we yes. can't sit down too long. Yes, because it's always the next best thing of somebody's thinking. Just like you're thinking of something, somebody else is thinking of something. Yes. Everybody trying to find that idea, they need to keep going with it or to take their, even their business or their brands to the next level. And you're sitting around waiting and you waiting and you realize, wait a minute, I had that thought about two years ago. Right, right. I've seen that happen several times over my life. You are not lying about that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's right. Nothing's new under the sun. I always feel like my little vision of that whole topic is like the universe has things that must be birthed. And if you don't, oh, it's like, well, we'll just roll it on to the next soul because you're you're not ready for it. And that's how I feel about that. So, yeah, y'all make sure y'all don't sit down too long sitting on those ideas and visions because it'll go on to somebody else. So um, let's move forward. And let me ask you this. We're wrapping up now. And I one of the, my most favorite things that you said tonight was the whole process of that that importance of the passion and the purpose, how you see it as one and and how important it is to honor that, you know, in your in your journey and it's already with us. See, a lot of people think that you got to go find your purpose. No, your purpose is inside of you. You just have to sit still and, and look within. So what can you tell us, all those who are listening, myself, what can you tell us to empower our journey of entrepreneurship or for those who may be thinking about it or just people in general, what could you tell us to empower us tonight? So the first thing is to just be authentically yourself. Mm -hmm. And when I say authentically yourself, whatever you feel like comes to you naturally and Mm -hmm. in your mind, move on it. Mm. move in your on your own speed but move like it's the last thing that you have coming to you because this is your life and you know Miss Rosetta all I always say is you <laughs> are the controller of your reality yes, like, yes you definitely are the controller of your reality and if you're ready for it go get it like I said we done talked about this all night stop 
waiting like your mission is here for you to go on right now mm. life is truly what you make of it whether like you said that drunken bird is going to take you all over the place but you know that you are on the path to doing what you're wanting to do mm-hmm. so just live your life be authentically you and take that purpose and your passion and put everything that you have into it don't yes. don't 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 have as don't do anything take whatever you want and run with it and put it in people's faces really show people like this is me this is what I do this is who I am and people gonna either accept you and if they don't they don't need to be in your life that's right oh say that louder for the people in the (laughs) back yes so before we go I want to ask you a question now I I asked this question to, to all those that I've been interviewing and I, I have to ask you because you're so deep, you're so wise, and just you're so on the journey. I love it. What do you want to leave with the people on this planet? If today was your last day, we don't want that to be the case. But if it were, what impression or what imprint do you want to leave on this planet? My imprint is for people to embody self-love. It's easy to hate ourselves it's easy to look on tv or look around you and feel like you're not good enough Mm. so I always say that natural journeys promotes everything self because when I mean self I want people to feel good inside of them and know how to do that every day even on the days where you feel like you just want to break down and cry Mm. love on yourself because it's so easy for us to get caught up in not in the world that we live in, for people to love exactly who they are. Flaws mm. mm, Yes. Thank you so much. You are such a phenomenal individual. And I really, really appreciate you taking time out of your amazing, busy, productive life and, and sharing your knowledge and wisdom of entrepreneurship and your journey with us. Um, for those who are listening and they want to find you, they want to order your products, maybe even listen to something that you have going on. Like, can you please tell us where we can find you in this good old virtual world? So I could be found on Facebook and on Instagram at Natural Journeys, but that's Natural Journeys with a Z at the end instead of an S. Mm-hmm. And my store, once you go on there, it'll take you directly. You can go to shop and it'll take you directly to my stores. And also at Natural Journeys Lynn on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And also we have me and one of my friends named Deshante. We also have a podcast where we talk and talk about essentially just self-love, embodiment and all that. And you can go find that on YouTube as well. Yes. And what's the name of that one? Natural Visionary. Natural Visionary. So y'all heard her. You heard her here. You heard her here. Make sure you connect with her. Also, you can click the links. It'll be in this description on this podcast and we'll blast it all over our social medias. So again, thank you so much for being present with me tonight, for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge. Your journey is so beautiful and I'm grateful to be able to witness it. So thank you, Ms. Shalinda. And we are so glad to have had you tonight. And I look forward to seeing the rest of your success story and all that you're about to embark upon. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for having me.
Absolutely. All right, friends. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm your host and multipreneur, Rosetta Greer. This is Seven Rims of Ascension Podcast, the journey of entrepreneurship, season two, focused on all things entrepreneurs. Y'all make sure y'all tune in and take a look, take a listen. And until next time, peace be upon you all.